Earth 2020. Society is in ruins and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark times, three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they did. This is their story. The story of the side quest. Welcome back to the side quest podcast. My name is John. Wait, my name's John Snow. I am Khaleesi Stormborn of House Targaryen. <laughs> You got like seven other names you gotta go down before. <laughs> first of a name. Rightful, first of a name, <laughs> rightful heir to the thrones of Westeros and the Seven Kingdoms. Mother of dragons and d- disliker of slavery. <laughs> I'm Kay. I'm just Kay. <laughs> Don't know if I'm. Well, what, is it, what is it he says in Blade Runner? What is it he says in Blade Runner every time he's doing the test? What is it? Uh, interlinked. 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 Have you ever cells loved? within cells within cells interlinked. Have you ever yeah. felt loved? Interlinked. Interlinked. I can't have sex. I've taken my vows. <laughs> well, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Lots happened. We had a Halloween party. We had. We went to. Multicon, yeah, and all sorts of stuff. Multicon, I'm more interested to hear about that just because I didn't get to go. Yeah, sadly, apparently nobody else did either. Yeah, so on the last day, on Sunday, I was like just talking to a guy because he was sitting down and he just looked. This guy I had recognized as a previous volunteer at MTech, so I'm. And he just looked defeated, and I was just like trying to be kind and mm. and talk to him, and I was like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And he's like. Ugh. And I was like, good turnout this year? And he was like, no. Awful. Slow as hell. I was like, well, okay. Goodbye. <laughs> hope, Which is true. Hope you hope you live. Hope you live. Hope you live. But, uh, yeah. That's gonna make a thing. Yep. But, um, there, uh, there was, like, nobody at this con. They had better gaming facilities than MTAC has ever had. Or- oh, but, like... Not even triple. I'd say like quadruple. It was like a whole show floor of gaming no, stuff. No, I mean it must have been. At least when it came to the, like the pinball and arcade, the Multicon dwarfed it. That's what I'm saying. They had yeah. a like the vendor room was about as big as the gaming room. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Way more consoles. Way more arcade machines. We played House of the Dead for a good while. That was a hell of fun. It I was. love those like. Are they just light called lidars, yeah, light guns. I love those. If there, I mean, I remember seeing on TikTok. I even told you guys about it, but there's some modern company that are like remaking like lidar technology, and I think it's only like two hundred bucks to get two guns, like foot pedals, to incorporate the games where you have to like duck undercover, mm-hmm. and oh, it just seems super fun. That'd be it'd be kind of fun to play on the channel, like some of those like like arcade style resident evil games that are like 
arguably really shitty, but like I mean, if we charming. can if we can get an HDMI pass through that we can record on, we can do that stuff on the Wii. Yeah, because I think what the Umbrella Chronicles and uh, what was the other one, Deadly Aim. I think so. Yeah. And then uh, House of the Dead is all on Wii because of that too. The rabid shooters are kind of fun, actually. I feel like a lot of games on the Wii were fun, but it's like if you had the choice of like that versus like. Mario Galaxy or like Zelda you're like I'm picking these anyway you know what's not fun manning the wall day in and day out looking for white walkers and wildlings and I definitely don't want to fuck any wildlings ever can someone please teach me how to suck dick (laughs) I don't know how to suck dick and I need to please Aquaman (laughs) (laughs) Before he goes brain dead. Someone, Have you seen the SNL when when he was uh, what's his name, the Jason, actor from Jason Momoa? No, Jon Snow. Oh, uh, Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. When he was on SNL, there was one where it's Jon Snow at a dinner party, and they're like doing that whole thing, and then he's like, "Do you know it's not fun, matting the wall?" And he just takes like all the fun out of this, and they're like, "Okay, John, geez." My favorite was it's I'm like it, it, house. it's because it's, it's like Seth Meyers or whoever else they were doing this bit. And, uh, yeah, it starts off, they're like, oh, this is great. And then it just pans over to John, so, winter is coming. <laughs> and everybody's like, okay, John. Cool, John. All right, sweet. And he's just the constantly just depressing and just being a downer. <laughs> it was great. It's so good. It's so good. I'm going to have to look that up. We did get further in Game of Thrones. I saw this, like, natural-born White Walker that seems to be some kind of leader figure that turns babies into other versions of him. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's finish Multicon. I'm sorry yes. I no. threw us off. Go, go Multicon. And uh, so, well, the first day we showed up, it was like super dead. Super dead. I will say, Multicon for 65 bucks, I think is a bargain. For Especially the- with all the games being free to play. I It's a great time. If you and your family are looking for something to do on a weekend next year, Around October, Multicon's a good choice. Yeah. I think for... It's got a great venue space. Um, the vendors were really good. I was surprised at how good the vendors were at a yeah. place like this. I kind of felt bad, so but there weren't a lot of people. and But also, the guest lineup was incredible. I mean, it was really cool to like see Quentin Flynn, Danny Trejo, and Karen, just like just being at their tables and like... Like, it was really cool just to be, to see him. How was it putting up the Riz to Karen? Uh, let me tell that story real quick. <laughs> On Saturday was the Karen Fukuhara Q&A panel, and uh, Matt couldn't go, so I went by myself to film it. And they have one panel room, but it's a big room with a lot of chairs. And pretty much everybody that was going to panels all sat on the left half of the room. So I set my camera up in the back right corner where it's just me, an empty sea of seats, got perfect view of the stage. And because I was the only one in that back right corner, Karen Fukuhara kept like looking over directly well, because at me. Of, and, and I now see going to the Danny Trejo one. So the, well, everyone the was sitting. The couch is also angled. The, that's exactly, yeah, the couch is like angled, like, because it's like, if you're looking top down, they're like, look, here's the presenter and here's the guest. And so BJ was sitting, like, was standing right, right here. In the line yes. Of that, yeah. And, yeah. But so, all the people would sit right in front of her or, you know, the guest. So people would sit here, empty here, straight line shot to the camera. So from a natural sitting position, 
they're looking directly at me, which makes them focus on me for a second and then turn back. So Karen Fukuhara keeps looking at me, and I'm just like, is Karen Fukuhara, like, is she feeling me? <laughs> is this... <laughs> and then she, like, started talking about the piercings that she had in her thing, unprompted by a question. And I was like, this is a sign. <laughs> but then when because uh, I was there for the Danny Trejo panel <sighs> yep <laughs> I you saw BJ just because here's the other thing it was like it's a conflict because like in his like he was talking about he's like yeah like if you like help others good things will come to you and he and then he, I'm like yeah like I hell yeah and then he kept on talking about how much he helps others and I was like that's great yeah and he's like sometimes I'll just help I'll just help other people unprompted and and I was like okay man like for sure and then wish he would have given me some fucking help yeah and then, and then BJ's like they're like hey does anybody have questions and I was like dude go up like now's your chance to shine so obviously I was gonna ask him about the new like a dragon infinite wealth because it was announced last month I figure it's got to be fresh on his mind with the announcement coming out. It's like the only thing he's worked on that I know of in the past year. So obviously, going to ask about that. I walk from the camera around all these seats and then up the middle, <clears throat> grab the mic. And I said, hey, I know you're new, like in the new Like a Dragon game. Um, could you tell me a little bit more about that experience or like how you feel about it? And he, Well, then he goes, huh? And for almost all the questions, the guy who was hosting the panel like had to be like, he said this and yell the question. So then he was like, he's asking about the Like a Dragon game. Can you tell us about it? And he goes, huh? Like, I, I don't. I, I, he, he legitimately said, I don't remember that. And I was just standing there with a microphone like. <laughs> and then he tried to conflate it to being like. Like, oh, he can't talk about it because of the, the actor strike. And I was like, what? And then Danny Trejo was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if... And if, then proceeds to talk about other acting stuff. Yeah, he's talking about Spy Kids, which was fucking 20 years ago. <laughs> well, I, I, I wonder because uh, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth has been in development for a while. So I wonder if they, they mo-capped, got but, him to do his shit, and then it was like, all right. But they had to do face capture on him. And if he's never been in the game before that I know of. Yeah. So that would, I would assume, be like, oh, it was weird having that shit on my face with these weird cameras. Like, if he would have well, just said, I, well, I wonder oh, if, it was cool just to make me feel better, that would have been awesome too. Yeah. But he's just like, no, I don't fucking remember. And then this other guy trying to make me feel like an asshole for asking about it with... Oh, there's an actor strike. He can't talk about that. And then every and then every other question was like some older dude like sucking his dick. So yeah, I'm he was so like, sorry, but that's really like, how. So it what was. does it feel like to be like a legend in the acting realm? And they're like, you've been in over 400 movies, which is amazing. What's your favorite? <laughs> like, which is, I would I would know that. I mean, like not no, uh, but I would guess that, that that is the their least favorite question of all time. Of all your children, which one do you like the most? Right, it's, it's like, like Kyle McCarley said. Well, I help people a lot. <laughs> My favorite role is helping people. <laughs> Could you imagine if he just hit you with like machete because I got to kill people in that movie? But another thing is, Karen Fukuhara is on an NDA for literally everything she's ever worked on. And yet that panel was like you said, like an hour, hour and a half. It it was like an hour ish. 
But the thing about it was um, they had to pre-write her questions so that nobody asked about any of her projects because she can't talk about a single one of them. At one point, she was going to talk about Suicide Squad, which is done and over. And she she started to say Suicide Squad, and she goes, Suic- I'm sorry, I can't talk about that. Wait, like the game or? The fucking movie. She was Katana. You didn't know this either? <laughs> no. Okay, well, fuck Damn. me, I guess. Well, I wonder, I wonder if she can't talk about that because of the, the shit that's going on with the David it's because of the It's because of the actor's strike. I mean... Well, I, w- I wouldn't be shocked about that because of the actor's stuff, but, like, I don't think that'd be an NDA thing. But I know I know there's there's rumblings of them releasing the, the air version of Suicide Squad. Cause like, oh, like, 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 like with Zack Snyder's thing. Because it was, again, like with Zack Snyder's Justice League, they cut... They fucking reshot, cut up a bunch of shit, changed the movie... Uh, from what it was supposed to be, and then uh, they put out what, what we got. Well, I like what we got better than what it was supposed to be, because without all the jokey shit and the poppy visuals, <coughs> that movie would be boring as fuck. I, w- I want to see it, but just, just to see the difference, because apparently Joker's more twisted and deranged in the, in, the, in the original one versus this one where he's kind of just goofy. Like he like there like that scene where he's like laying down with all the knives in that room. There's like three or four just bodies. There's three or four more knives. Yeah, <laughs> no, there, there's there's like bodies. Wow. There's like bodies littering around as well, just dead. And he's just like sitting there, just like uh, like high as shit, instead of just being weird. And then like every scene he's in, he's not like he's he's joking in like a weird like serious way. Like he's not like like he's laughing, but it's never like the. You know, like the goofy shit he was in. You know, Jared Leto being Jared Leto, he wasn't morbid all over the place in the in the, the other one. <laughs> morbid right. all over the place. I just want to see it just to see it because I, I I will say I liked Zack Snyder's Justice League better than the Joss Whedon one, but that's not a like large you know thing to large hurdle to jump over. The other thing is I really wanted so at Quentin Flynn like here's the I guess like going from MTAC which had like. Lots of panels, lots of like of these people talking, getting the private interview, like all that kind of stuff, which was so I felt like immersive. But then you get like one panel, which for like all these people, you can't talk about anything. And then it's like if you want to interact with any of these people, you have to spend like fifty dollars to get us, you know, a picture, a selfie, or you know, a side thing. I'm on Quinn Flynn's table there uh, we were looking and there was a picture of uh raiden with uh his sombrero on and i was like i actually would really like that sign and then we were waiting around and he just never went by his table and i was like you know what i'm good yeah but and they had these like on the website they were talking about these fighting game tournaments and all this stuff with like actual cash prizes and it's like I didn't see anybody playing a single fighting game outside of like one or two people playing Smash. They were also supposed to have TCG tournaments. That's true. I told Matt at the end of the day, I was like, we should have entered in all the fighting game tournaments and left with like a thousand dollars. Should have. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder too. If like just like the the low turnout, just kind of like just how expensive everything is. It was what like it's like the weekend before Halloween. So again, how like. Y'all had a Halloween party. How many other people had Halloween parties and stuff? Like, I wonder if it was just bad. I mean, even though it's as great as the venue was, I don't think it's as expensive as hotels. Because usually, like, hotel conferencing is, like, pretty Mm -hmm. expensive. This is just, like, 
an expo center that's in Lebanon. Yeah, it's yeah. owned by the county. So it's like they probably paid next to nothing if they paid it all. Yeah. <clears throat> for that venue. The best vendor that we saw though was definitely the cosplay weapons guy though. Yeah. He uh he had all the Xenoblade swords, which I've never seen for sale anywhere except for on Etsy for like three hundred three hundred dollars. And uh he had like Noctis's gear sword. He had a bunch of crazy shit. He had a bunch of Lord uh, of the Rings stuff, uh and uh three different versions of the Buster Sword. They had the Dragon the, Slayer. Um, Dragon Slayer. Uh, definitely a smaller version of it, but they also had um, Geralt's silver sword and normal uh, steel sword, and then a variant of a steel sword. They had the Lancer from Gears. No, fuck yeah, yeah dude. that was dope. That that was like really cool to see. I asked him, though, I was like, "Do you have Deckard's gun?" And he's like, "No." And I was like, "He's but like, he's like, that's the one that I'm waiting the order to come in on." Well, apparently, it'd be really cool. He don't do any online stuff, which is really interesting. Uh, but it, uh, they're like, he was like, yeah, we're like designing it and getting it around. Like, whoa, this seems pretty like a a serious process that you put in to get new of these. They seem almost custom. Yeah. Or at least like the forms maybe out of China. Who knows? But who knows? But yeah, it was, it was cool to go and walk around and see everything, especially the vendor hall. Like, that was, I felt, where most of the value was outside of the gaming stuff. I still kind of felt bad for the vendors. Like, there were yeah, some they, of them that I, like... There's a 100% fact that they didn't make their returns. There was this one guy that was selling, like, plushies, and he had, like, a Waylord for, like, a thousand... Uh, literally a thousand dollars. And I was like, there's no fucking way you're selling that here, buddy. Well, even, like, the other... Remember, like, right across the way was that girl with all of her, like... With a squishmallow kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't see a dent in her inventory. Yeah, I didn't see anybody stop there. So, so that that's was multicon. Yeah, that was multicon. So, but there was one point where we also tried to like we went to the uh, they had like where the TCG stuff was, and like they had board games and all sorts of stuff, and I was like, hey. Like, what's a fun two-person board game that's, like, easy? And they're like, do this one. It doesn't take a long time to understand, and it's a lot of fun. Spoiler alert. It <coughs> did take a lot of time to understand, and it was not fun. We spent 20 minutes, like, setting, setting up, up these fucking cards. And by the end of it, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, no way. Yeah. So. We were talking about, like, we were looking at this book, and I was like, I can't figure this out. I handed it to him. Matt looks at it and he was like, I, I just looked at it and I gave up. <laughs> but, oh well. I mean, for free press, press passes, it was a positive experience. Even though That's true. it doesn't seem like it was, but it was. It wasn't positive for them, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel kind of bad. You got enough footage to make a good little video? I got a fuckload of B-roll that I can voice over. And we filmed the panels. I think like a six-minute video at most. Yeah. Do you think... Uh, at most. At most, yeah. Well, hey. It's now two cons out the way. Yeah, yeah. I say it's we, good to have another one under our belt. Let's get... But now I just can't wait for MTAC. Yeah, MTAC was just amazing. Which is... We did hang out with Lee on... That's true. We went to Lee's Friday. house on Friday night. <coughs> Lee, we've talked about him. The traveling DM. And uh, 
that was fun. We got to hang out with him at his new place and see just... all of his crazy D and D shit. Like he has a D and D room, and the closet in that room is nothing but like ten drawers that are filled with minis and dice, and it it's immaculate. Yeah, and then he has like he has a little like loft area, like second story, which has a loft in his bedroom, and uh, he had like a just a whole paint area for painting his like minis for his for D and D and Warhammer. So mm-hmm. it was crazy. <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty wild. But hopefully we can link up with Lee and get started on some sort of project. And do whatever he was talking about. Yes. <laughs> During the night, he like kept on getting distracted. And he was like, I'd love with you guys to do. And we're like, what? Do what? <laughs> he, he kept like trailing off and then talking about something else. And I was like, every time he would mention it, I would like perk up. And I'd be like, oh, what's he going to say? And then he would trail off. And he never actually got around to saying what he wanted to do with us. Because you couldn't talk about it, it was so it was just so bad, you know. Yeah, it was it was because of the actor strike. Yeah, right. Yeah, because the actor strike, the traveling DM strike. I would love to do something with uh with with him, like kind of like a collab thing, just like him DMing like a even if it's like a short like a one shot, uh, two, like one shot or like a two session thing. Who knows? But like something small to get out there, kind of wet wet the whistle a little bit. You know? Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. That would be dope. So. What are we? Uh, what have you been playing, Luke? Uh, I mentioned this to BJ at the party, and because uh, I, I had shown up just for like a couple hours, I was just like, oh, I'll drive by, say hi. I was tired after work, and because I, I, the original plan was after work, I was gonna go to my other my old roommate's Halloween party, but his was a lot longer of a drive out the other way, and then then go from there to here. It was gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna be there for like maybe 30 minutes drive be here for 30 minutes and i'm just like i don't i don't want to do any of that yeah and then bj was talking about like oh yeah this the second mtac or and it went to, sorry multicon uh he was like yeah i'm about to head on over it was a long day i was like you want me to come and hang out like i can just kind of chill for a bit and i was like sure so i came over here and uh which good nice party everything looked looked cool all the costumes I saw were great yeah people that had great costumes Carmen and I were Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers she, she her, hers is great like you're like yours so is like the good. apron whatever like yours like, yours is good but like next to her you're like got it yeah the wig yeah and hers the glasses, is great it, it, yeah Millie definitely had the best costume yeah dude oh yeah. my gosh so Millie was dressed as Princess Mononoke and uh, was Will awesome. was. That guy from that movie, yeah, who I cannot remember. Shido, yeah, I think that's it. But uh, I was I was telling uh, BJ there, I was like, yeah, I don't know what I want to play because there's so like the guiding comes out in like two weeks ish. Yep. And I was like, I just need something to play, so I, I just started like three or four games, and I was like, whatever one sticks is what I'm gonna stick with until guiding. And I feel like that's been happening over the past like two months. Though. Well, this is what happens when I when I when I leave a game that I like. Oh, this is the game I want to play. When I stop that, it then becomes I don't know what I want to play. So I just I just pick I just start picking up games until one sticks, because like that's what it is. So I. So what's stuck? Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, compared to. Oh, I was uh, I, yeah. I you began the sen- the sentence and I was really scared. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> the well I was playing so the three games that I picked I was like Ghost of Tsushima. So I was like, fuck it, I just want to play it. And I, I did like it for the tutorial bit, and then I, I don't know, I just was like, I'm good. Assassin's Creed Origins, because I was like, you know what, if I'm going to play through the RPG games, I'm going to do them in order, because I, I hadn't actually played them like in order, like back-to-back. 
So I was like, fuck it, I'll start over. And then I was playing Kingdom Come Deliverance, which I think you would really like, Matt. Really? It's a what it's style a, game is it? It's a medieval like it's a first person medieval <coughs> uh, historical RPG, and it's got all the like. I, that one was the the easy. I played for about twenty minutes. I said I'm good. Really? Because it it it's all the things of like oh right this is a game that has a hunger meter thirst meter you have to like your sword strikes have to be a certain way it's like all this it sounds stuff. like uh what's that like not battle royale that like all out for honor no, no. that total war like oh yeah like total war. kind so it's kind of like that but like if it was, if it was like a single player game and it's and it's historically like based there's no magic none of that but it's all like based on real like real history. Um, but it is very realistic for what you know like a rpg like this could be but it it was to the point where i was like i'm not having fun with the limitations that they're it, it just injecting on me so i dipped out of that real fast and then i was just like fuck it i'll start playing origins i like that game bike's a great protagonist and then i started that and that's what stuck just because i was like oh damn he's a great voice this, the actor for bike is really good damn i forgot how much i like this story so i kept playing and then it just in like a couple days i was like oh cool i guess yeah this is the game i guess and so yeah, I'm playing that, and I I just met Cleopatra, and she's like, yeah, there's more of these order fucks out there. You gotta take care of them for me. And I was like, all right, cool. So now I'm facing the Scarab, which is uh, that game is really really cool. I I think I definitely think they've kind of like I like Odyssey and Valhalla, but I think they kind of went overboard with the RPG stuff, like especially in the those two games being <coughs> as bloated as they are. Yeah. But I don't know. I think Origins hit that nice sweet spot. Like it at most will take you like if you want to complete it, it's like 60 to 80 hours, but like main campaigns, like a 40 hour experience, you can knock that out pretty, pretty easily. And then like it, it's not too much of an RPG, you know, like you're not like hard level gated where it's like, Oh, this is, this is annoying. I'm, I hate this. And then, yeah, it's like, a, it's a really good story. Like, and for being the origin of the assassin brotherhood is really cool. So I like, I like origins. I think it's, probably, I think it's the best one of those three. Dude, I was watching uh, last night, uh, a little bit of Ready Player One again. I mm-hmm. have watched that movie so many times. I but love that movie. In the beginning, the I realized the the boyfriend to um, what's the main ga- the main character's name? Um, I mean, his in-game name is Parzival, but his aunt, who he lives with, her like trailer trash boyfriend is Sid. It's Sid. Yes. Oh, let's fucking. But he go, has dude. that long hair, and I and it took me. I was it like, took you a minute. But did he speak? And you go, wait a minute. Well, yeah. After like seeing him, and us talking about him so much, and then him being in the creator of Game of Thrones, uh, Final Fantasy, uh, I'm like now aware of his presence. That yeah, no, dude. That's the thing is like when when all it takes for an actor to like where you start remembering them is they have that one performance where it like it shock it like hits you. That was Sid for me. Him as Sid was like, oh, this is that. He's that guy. And now it's like, yeah, now you go back and you're like, oh, shit. Same with Pedro Pascal. Like, yeah, like, like I forgot he was in Game of Thrones. Because when I watched him in Game of Thrones, I was like, oh, cool, this guy's cool. And that was it. And moved on. But then you start seeing him and everything. Then you see him in Mandalorian. We'll see him in Mandalorian. He's you in do Man- see him. Yes. Eventually. Yeah. But, like, then, like, especially Last of Us, like, it's probably going to put a lot more people on him even more. But I think he still had the following by that point. But like, yeah, because he'd already done Mandalorian, so he everybody did was like, too as well, which I think was like his big Hollywood break. At least he he was really good in Kingsman. He too. was a stellar villain. Oh my god, that is him. Yeah, I can't see him. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Can't wear glasses because of the blood on my face. Yeah. Okay, okay. I've been through an orda- ordeal. Yeah. <sighs> I can uh, fix this. I can, I, can, I, can, I can fix you. Look, I'm just K. <laughs> uh, but, no, dude, like... Wait. Hit... I want, are there any other actors you think, if given, like, like if you can remember, like, a side actor or someone you've seen? Because I'm going to be honest, I think if, uh, if given the shot, if given the shot, I think the guy who plays Theon Greyjoy could be, like, a pretty decent, like, <coughs> lead guy. Because I think he's a decent actor. He like I would hate to be him for the typecast of what he is, is being a little bitch boy. Well, that's what I'm saying is like so far so far from what I've seen it, the two main ones is Theon and then the dickhead from John Wick. I would love to see a movie where him and Norman Reedus are related because I feel like they look very similar. That would be a really cool uh if they went with the MCU thing where like, oh give Johnny Blaze a, a kid. That would be pretty him, dope. Yeah. I still think Norman Reedus has to be like a ghostwriter for them. I hope so. Like he he could fit Johnny Blaze pretty well. Exactly. I am, uh, going to uh, get some Thanks for my nose. I woke up today, even though I was like jazzed about how cold it was, I was like, why my nose so stuffy? (laughs) My nose. My nose. nose. Well, while Matt's gone, we can talk about what I've been doing. Um, Last week on Tuesday, I've I've been seeing all this stuff for Sonic Superstars. And I was like, I just want to go get it. I haven't bought a game in fucking forever. Do you guys want to go to Walmart and pick up Sonic Superstars? So we did. We went. And right next to it was the big box version of Sonic Origins that came with all the Game Gear games. And I was like, I don't have that either. Let me get both of them. So my my plan currently has been to play through all the Sonic games leading up to Origins or Superstars. Superstars. It's fucking confusing. But um, I played through Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles in the past week, and I only have Mania to go. No CD? Well, yeah, I did CD. Okay, okay. I keep forgetting that one exists. Yeah. Because I played through it as Amy. <laughs> well, I also think just it's like the one that's <coughs> most annoying. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't like the time travel mechanic in that game. I, I think the time travel mechanic is fine, but the problem is that they changed the stage layout to make it hard to do that. Yeah. So there's a lot of little inconveniences in CD that just don't need to be there, in my like, opinion. Like, it's a really cool idea that yeah. would have been better implemented differently. If if Mania had a level where you could do that, I'd probably love it. Yeah, because well, because I feel like Christian Whitehead would actually know what the fuck he's doing. That's true, but um, Sonic One I think still holds up pretty well. Um, I don't really have any gripes with that game. Sonic Two, as you all know, first game I ever played. That was like the moment that I came online as a person and gained sentience. Was trying to get past Emerald Hill as a like three year old and. Uh, the end of that game is only acceptable to play in Sonic Origins, in my opinion, because in every other version of the game, they give you no rings, and it's two bosses, one after the other, and you have to beat the first boss, you have to learn his pattern, beat him consistently to get to the second boss, where you also have to try it a couple times and learn the pattern but there's on a, a life system. And in Origins, they do away with that shit, so you just get to retry, which is infinitely better, because in Sonic 2, on the Genesis, you can get all the Chaos Emeralds, get to the end, can't use Super Sonic because you don't have any fucking rings, and then your run is just completely fucked because you run out of lives and don't know how to beat the boss. So Origins fixes Sonic 2 for me. Sonic 3 and Knuckles, 
I had never actually sat down and beaten the whole thing because I don't want to hook up a Genesis to my TV to play through the full version of that game and no other compilation has had the lock-on thing so uh, I did that for the first time ever um, I got all the Chaos Emeralds and all the Super Emeralds so that was cool um, and now I'm ready to play Mania Could, like in the lore what's the difference between Super Emeralds and Chaos Emeralds uh, the thing between the Chaos Emma dudes and the Super Emma Woods are um, you have to get the the Chaos Emeralds to get to the Hyper Emerald Chamber so you have to gather all those to be granted access to try to get the other ones. Okay. So it's like a, a level up kind of thing. And in the later games, like the 3D ones, Sonic Adventure and all that, the Chaos Emeralds look like the Super Emeralds. So essentially, the Chaos Emeralds are like little uh, circular cut gems, and the Super Emeralds are these big diamond cut motherfuckers. Okay. So it's like, ever since then, they've just been using the Super Emeralds and calling them Chaos Emeralds. Oh, okay. But yeah. they, they pretty much, they, they yeah, they designed, changed them, and then made it to where, hey, these just make you go supersonic. Yep. So. Yeah. You, are but you yeah. excited to get to Mania? Yeah, I mean, I, I've played through Mania so many fucking times that I think I can remember where all the special stages are in the first like three stages I mean three zones at least but um, that game is just nearly perfect they added two new characters Mighty and Ray with the plus thing and they play perfectly so Mania is definitely like the best next to Sonic 3 and Knuckles I think in Origins yeah but yeah I did that and then Cyberpunk uh, I betrayed Reed so there you go. <laughs> I mean, look, if it read and then songbirds like, come on now. But now I'm like kind of regretting my choices yeah. because it's like you escape with songbird and then it's like, wait for songbird to call. And I've waited like two weeks of in game time. And Reed called me at one point and he was like, I'm going to find you and I'm going to fucking kill you. You can't run. You can't hide. And then I was just like, well, thanks for the warning, I guess. And I've just been waiting for Songbird to call, so I think she might have ghosted me. I mean, she ghosted Reed back in the days. That's true. So you haven't learned. <laughs> it's fine. I created the save file, so if she fucks me over, I can go back and fuck her over. There you go. Contingencies. Exactly. <laughs> what have you been up to? Well, other than Multicon and... Our own uh, Halloween party. I uh, was replaying, replaying, replaying uh, Metal Gear Rising, and yeah. uh, just more Battle Bit, and uh, and yeah, uh, it's it's a lot better replaying Rising. It's like I get it now. I get. You understand how a Platinum Game works? Yes, because at first I was like, "That's so dumb. Why would I want to like?" replay replay then, yeah. it but now i'm like nah man it's way better especially now like there's like attack variants and like other combos that you unlock that you like purchase but like through now that i have all the you know points or the credits yeah. to purchase stuff shit's so cool like one of my favorite ones is 
where you you do a heavy attack as you're running, and you slide and you kick him up, and then it slows down time. It gives you the time to do the blade mode after it. Yeah, yeah, you can do blade mode, or you can you can hit him up again into the air and then jump up and combo. Oh, it's so good. Baby's first juggle. Yeah. So proud. It was. I mean, juggling was a lot harder when I played. Uh, what's the edgy DMC? DMC. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was really difficult. Well, in that one, juggling is just shoot your gun. <laughs> well, that. But if you want to do it with a sword, is hold Y, I think, to do the the hike, and then just jump up and start attacking him in the air. But yeah, in Devil May Cry, the juggle is just you hit him in the air and then just shoot him with your guns because that's because they that was a, apparently a glitch in one of the games. Where if they shot at it, they would just stay in the air. And one of the in, in like a previous game in original were, Resident Evil Four. <laughs> yeah. So in OG at Resident Evil Four, they were like they found a bug where if you if you kicked a guy and then Leon shot him, they would stay in the air. Oh, that like that kick that he does where he yeah. Like, yeah. Or, well, that no, because Resident Evil Four was originally going to be much more like Resident Evil One and Two with the fixed camera angles and the tank controls. Really? So it was in a thing like that, and then that's what they built Devil May Cry one off of. And but the oh. the, the basis for Devil May Cry was the bug in which you could juggle someone with the guns. They were like, hey, that's kind of cool, actually. Okay. And then they were like, fuck it, this doesn't seem like Resident Evil anymore because they kept making it more action based. And then they finally said, fuck it, which ironic. Uh, there was a point in development where Leon had white hair and a red jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His name was Tony Redgrave too, or but- something Redgrave. Which is then the name... I that thought you were saying his name is Tony Redgrave 2. <laughs> Tony Redgrave the sequel. That is his name. Uh, no, but... Uh, yeah, no. I, I'd actually be very interested for you to go and play other games. Like, Bayonet, I think, would be a good one. I uh, mean, I, I played through, like, five hours of that game. Bayo 2 is, I think, the best one of those. I agree. 3 is a little... It's fine, but I think... I think Matt would like Astral Chain. Yeah, I think so. That's, a, that's like a... What, sorry, what year did that come out? 2019, 19, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was like a more same, recent one. Same year as DMC5. What studio made it? Platinum. Oh, okay. Same one. Mm-hmm. Just this time, Nintendo uh, published instead of Konami. Okay. So, But it's, it, Astrodome's pretty good, actually. I I vibe with that game hard. That was like, I remember playing it, and I was like, this is like, it's very creative it's action game. such, it's so fucking anime, too. Yeah, oh, 100%. I love it. <clears throat> The, the fucking the fight where the vocal theme kicks oh, yeah, in where is you have some to fight of the your coolest sisters. shit oh my god! so gosh. fucking dope with the super form that you get dude and then like it's it's just that anime song and again so this is this is the one thing for me and right? you're in like the sewers where everything is a waterfall around you the, the thing that gets me about that fight is the song changes depending on your gender so if you pick male and you fight the female character the female backing vocals are what's playing mm. but if you play f- female and then play against the male the male backing vocals and the female one is way better of a song that hits harder that i was like i can never like i agree i can never play the opposite because it's not as good really cool yeah 100 really cool yeah. so um, it, it is halloween that it be what what is your favorite spooky game Ooh, i mean resi 4 but yeah i it's like because i think it's not super like it's not super terrifying like it resi 4 is like evil dead where it's like it's scary but like it's, it's also, like evil dead 2 <laughs> yeah okay yeah 2 specifically it's like uh it's scary but like also campy and kind of goofy and fun well because it, it doesn't try to be take itself too seriously 
Like, there's moments where it's like, oh, we're gonna, like, you know, Leon is the most serious guy in the fucking world, and he is the biggest action hero. But then they've got the scene where he'll, like, pose on the chair or the throne like a fucking girl boss. And then, like, just in, ge- just in general, that game has OMG, just- how embarrassing. I'm the only bitch serving cunt in here. Yep. Like, it... It, that game is so campy and goofy, but it's also some of the best shit. Like the the Leon and Ada kind of femme fatale like like versus like the straight man romance thing. It's awesome. Like Ashley being unnecessarily thirsty for Leon is hilarious. Yeah. And then and then, uh, and then just every like villain you fight is another form of just like horror trope. Like they're all they all would be the main villain in their own horror movies. But they just like fuck it, throw them all in one game. I'd I'd give a I'd give us a, a good a good little nod to uh, though for like horror games. I'd give an, a good nod to uh, Outlast. Outlast is pretty fire. Yeah, my sister's a big fan of that one. Well, I remember when it came out, it kind of like not broke the internet, but it was like one of those things where it was like everyone was like, "This is unreal. This is like." Because it, we've it, ever played. it was, it was one of those because it came out at the perfect time. Because a lot of those, like, because I remember, like, Amnesia was like the biggest horror title for yeah. a while. Because like the all PewDiePie played that one, and then it was like a PC only thing and all this stuff. And then obviously Five Nights at Freddy's hit and all this other stuff. Which, by the way, that's on Peacock. We could watch Five that. Five Nights yeah. I've heard that it's. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's shit. Oh, I've I want to see Matt Pet. I've heard that it's. People who like the game yeah. and are younger love it. It's well, not like which a, is for the target audience. Yes. is the game. Yeah, so and I hear that it hit where it was supposed to be. Like people like have gone in, and been like, I can't wait to see this horror movie. And they're like, we, we it's have, not really a horror movie. Yeah. There's not a lot of like blood and gore slashing. We well, have it's, it's a horror no movie for room to judge. Yeah, we fucking love the Sonic movies. Yeah, no, I'm I'm saying like yeah, but like yeah, like yeah. what you were saying, people going in ready to see a horror movie. Well, I think he got like a fifty. There were like. <clears throat> Last time I checked, like seven r- critic reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was averaged to fifty three percent. But it's like a ninety for. It's years. like eighty nine. Yeah, with over two hundred and fifty. I I reviews. knew I knew for a fact that it was like they're gonna target this because when especially when the director was saying we're making this for the fans for the fans for the fans, I was like he means children. This is gonna be a children's horror movie where if you were like twelve, this would scare the shit out of you. And we probably. also gotta like. Throw some love to you know my boy Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, love Matthew that guy. Patrick. Oh, is he in there? Matthew Lillard's in Five Nights. Yeah, he's purple guy. Oh, for he's, real? Yeah. Shit. Well, now we gotta watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Pa- apparently, Matt Pat's in it, and he says the theory line, but it's and I don't know where. Apparently, uh, Markiplier was supposed to be the security I, guard. I know exactly where it is. He's a he's a waiter at a diner. Oh yeah. And he's talking about trans fats and shit. And everybody's like, I don't know if that's true. And he's like, well, it is just a theory. Oh, no. <laughs> Apparently, Markiplier was supposed to be, this, uh, I think, the first security guard. Like, there was going to be like, a, oh, he was the first one before you. Or, I mean, or, let's be honest. Like, Markiplier is Markiplier the reason. Markiplier is Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes, is Mark- the reason that well, it's Markiplier so and MatPat, for sure. Because, like, MatPat kept that shit going with all the theories. And, like, he put, he put one out, like, every fucking month. That's and true. And Markiplier played the game. And was like, oh, this is great. And then waited for the next and game. he said, is that the bite of 87? Yeah. The I mean, yeah, that's, that's the biggest meme is him being like, was that the bite of 87? I've like, seen yeah. so many things on Twitter of the standee, like the big cardboard standee, mm-hmm. and someone will print out a picture of Markiplier's face cam and just put it in the corner of it. <laughs> but, yeah. See, you look at that and go, see, now I know what this is. Yeah. 
But Outlast is was crazy scary, and it, oh, it's that like well, that it, that, uh, that through a camera. Yeah, the, what yeah. is it called? The found found, found footage. footage. Yeah, it it sucks too because that game is like unlike Resident Evil or any of these other ones. You have nothing. Like you don't fight back. It's literally just get out. Yeah. Well, I get. also do like the story progression because mm-hmm. you like you go through and you're just in like like an old insane asylum, and then it goes like underground, and then you have to fight like like this like ethereal dude that's cha- yeah it's really it's fun and then outlast 2 was gave me uh village vibes with like mother miranda and uh yeah yeah the one that a whistleblower to me was more terrifying i don't know why that one got me but cuz i I've, I've played them all except for that newest one that was like a co-op one uh whistleblower freaked me the fuck out like one, one was scary, but I was like, I can handle this one. And two was more disturbing than scary. Whistleblower, for whatever reason, freaked me out because you were like, you were a whistleblower. You were like trying to like, you have you have info. You have to you have to get this shit out. So I don't know why it's like that tense. Like I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta like that freaked me out more than anything else. Versus like the other ones, <clears throat> were just like this is just fucked up and disturbing. I have three that I want to mention. The first two are just because of Halloween vibes, <laughs> and that's Bloodborne. Yep. Which, yeah. if you drop me in the world of Bloodborne, I would just think it was Halloween year round. It's basically Halloween Town. <laughs> the second one is fucking Luigi's Mansion. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Fire. The and first yes. one specifically. Yes, exactly. The, the other two are a lot more goofy and cartoony. Yeah, and the a first, lot of them and, aren't like. <clears throat> in the second one, it's like, oh, you're in a, a mine. And yeah, it's like, this it, isn't it's, it's like, yeah, I like how the second one was like, Luigi's Mansion too. Where's the mansion? It's the <laughs> the first and last stages of the yeah. mansion. Like three, three was good. I didn't was like it. Amazing. I just wish it was a little spookier. Yeah. It, well, in it yeah. had it had the best gameplay for sure. Absolutely. 100%. It was the best well rounded and made experience, but I th- it I didn't think, have the spooky. I think one yeah. one. It wasn't even that it was like super scary. It's just like is something as simple as that that soundtrack going like the. Wah, 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 nah, nah. Like constantly soundtrack for Luigi's Mansion goes and hard, then, and then it's the the lighting and the art, direct- the shadows, Dude, the, yeah. the little ringtone for what's the little doctor's name? Oh, Egad, Egad, his, that his little Game ring- Boy horror. That little ringtone is ingrained into my so, mind. If, <laughs> it, if this was 2005, I would definitely text a five-digit number to get that as my yeah. ringtone. Luigi's Mansion is is stellar, dude. That that one I I played so much as a kid. It's amazing. And the last game that I wanted to say is Fear and Hunger. Fear and Hunger is, is fucking terrifying. Is it that new game that's like relatively or no? Is it like it's an RPG? It's an RPG, but it's been out for a long time. Well, I think it's been getting a lot popular recently. Yeah, because a lot I've, of Let's Players yeah. have started doing it. I've seen I've seen some stuff, and I'm like, this is fucking wild. It's it's really terrifying. I've had it for a while, and I can't get very far. I suck at it, but it's fucking scary. And then uh, they have a sequel too called Fear and Hunger Termina, which is more of like a 19 like 30s kind of vibe, but oh, nice. still horror-y. Haven't played that one yet, but the original very anxiety inducing yo big shout out to the best Halloween game Nightmare Before Christmas Oogie's Revenge facts PS2 if I'd, I would love to find a copy of that God, for us to let's play so fucking good Matt have you heard of that game so no. it is a Capcom no. it is a Capcom produced and developed video game based on the Nightmare Before Christmas in the style of Capcom's own Devil May Cry what yeah 
So who, it's who a, do it's you play as? Jack. Oh, okay. And he has this weird green uh, whip thing that is his main like weapon. And you have different styles, so you can become the pumpkin head like guy and like spew fire. You could like it's 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 Devil May Cry three, but if it was Jack Skellington, really as the protagonist, that sounds it's amazing. Wild. I have I have never, I personally have not played it, but I've seen so many let's plays, so many things on YouTube, and I'm like, God, I would want to go through this. So the Ghost Rider video game apparently is is also like a Devil May Cry God of War. Yeah, it's rip-off. that's the the movie one, mm-hmm. right? On the PS2. There was a, apparently a lot of Devil May Cry clones, uh, like early days, because like obviously Devil May Cry led into God of War, but then like every everybody copied both of them for a while, because like that was an easy, I guess, an easy way to copy. Because yeah, I mean Devil May Cry essentially copied the Berserk game on the Dreamcast. I still need to play that now that you've like mentioned it. I'm like, damn, I would love to actually like play that. I think there's a uh, there's like a fan sub of the second mm. one too, so you could probably play both of them on your Steam Deck. Who do you think would make a really good Berserk video game? Uh, and like, and and, how, like, what gameplay style would you want it to be? That's a good question. I feel like the easy answer is just to have FromSoft do it because they're basically trying to do it in every other game anyway. No, all the Dark Souls and Elden Ring are just basically Berserk. Yeah. I think Elden Ring's the closest they've gotten to just straight up being like, this is like, like playing Elden Ring. You're you're like sitting there like looking at all and like seeing the stuff. You're like. We're eerily close. Like, like, change a couple names and this is a lawsuit. 100%. <laughs> the one problem with that, though, is, like, as one of those characters, the big thing is, like, when you're up against bosses that you are, like, severely underpowered. And so you're just, like, chipping away stuff like that. When but it's that, like that's why I think you should do it like Bloodborne. Because in Bloodborne, they reward you for be, for overstepping that. And when you okay. get hit... If you hit them back, then you regain health. Okay. Within your, a couple of seconds, your health bar will go down, but there's like a there's like a highlighted red mark where you have like a little bit of time to aggressively hit back, and you gain back what's in the red mark if you hit him in time. So, and I think that's perfect for guts because yeah. when he gets more pissed off, he gets stronger. Yeah, I think that I think a good and that would be a really good blend between. Because do you think guts? Because have you guys seen the Golden Age anime or seen much of the stuff? I've seen the, not the, the serialized one, but mm-hmm. I've seen the movies. Have you, do you think Guts would be a faster fighter or would be slower? I mean, I think in some of his movements, he would be faster, but with sword strikes specifically, I think you would have to make him slower. Yeah. Like, I think if you have the well, cannon Especially with arm, his, his armor, mm-hmm. they always say that, like... He's so fast that you can't even see his movement. That's why I think you make the Berserk armor the limit break. Like, you press in both sticks, yep. and, and then you, the thing comes up, and then you can just go ham for, like, a minute. But, you yeah. Definitely, you definitely think, like, a heart, like, a harsher action game would be the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like, uh... Do you think they would go in order, so, like, you would have, like, a game that's all Golden Age, and then a game that's, like... I think it would be perfect if you made the tutorial the Black Swordsman arc... Which is where they started in the manga, and then you cut back to Golden Age. So just do like the manga. So yeah, yeah. I I, I was thinking about it because I was playing uh, this was like months ago, but I was I was trying to play Fist of the North Star again. Just cause I, I want to like, play that. I mean, I well, I don't have it physically, so I can't let you borrow it. But uh, I want. I was thinking like, could they do? I'm like, no, they can't. They could do a JoJo game maybe, but like, I don't know. I don't know what. They'd be really good at doing a JoJo game. Yeah. I think I just want I want to I kind of want them to to do another licensed thing. 
Because Fist of the North Star, four is it's like I'd say it's better than three and kind of around the same vein as four in terms of like quality. And uh, but I th I think yeah, RGG could make a pretty good. I, I want to see what other things they can do. I want to see them make a Sonic game. They've talked about being interested in it before. What the fuck would they do for a Sonic game? That'd be wild. I don't know, but oh. you know the open world aspect would be back from adventure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Have them do that, and then somebody else do the speed stages. Do you do you think that like that CD Projekt Red in the same style of Witcher could do if they like toned up the harshness? I think if they focused more on the way that combat worked, they could do yeah. it. Yeah. I don't think which I think from a storytelling perspective, they probably could nail it. And like making sure it's like because they did a good job of, of taking the Witcher games and yeah. basically making them still feel in line with the books. But I don't know because, yeah, combat wise, I love Witcher 3, but I'm like, if I'm going to be stuck with a combat system that, especially in like a Berserk style where it's like it's brutal, it's like fucking like crazy, I'd want a Japanese developer to do it because I think they, they are more in tone with kind of how that style goes where I think I think I think CD Projekt could do a great Game of Thrones game well we were saying a, 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 realistic. a uh, Blade Runner they would do a really good <laughs> just Blade basically Runner take game. the genres they already do and do another game in that genre yeah, yeah. yeah. no they could do they could do Blade Runner If I definitely would want them to limit it to the city uh, so like uh, like in, in Cyberpunk you can kind of leave the city a bit I think for a Blade Runner like make the city a bit bigger and it's like this this city and then you have multiple ways of getting around like flying cars and all the crazy shit they could. I think it'd be really cool. I do. I just want to. I want to see like, because we're kind of past the point of movie license games, but we're 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 now. Doing Which is like, unfortunate, because the last couple movie license games that have really come out have been pretty fire. Well, and what I said, what I mean by that is we're past the point of just like I don't know, throw this game somewhere and someone will make a game about it. But like now it's like, oh, here's Spider-Man from Insomniac, right? Like we're gonna have like devs who know what they're doing. It's, grab the IP for that. Yeah, it's more an adaptation of source material yeah, than a specific one -one, thing. Yeah. So I, I wonder, getting a Blade Runner game, would it be a, a, its own thing? Or would it be like a... Some, like, you know what I mean? Shit, I, I say retell the story of one. You have three very specific boss fights that are milestones in that. Mm. And then you just put side missions around it. Yeah. Do you remember... Speaking of boss fights, do you remember? I forget when when this was, but there was articles about like a lot of these developers, you know, who were making a lot of like the modern games, like where, where it's like, oh, the age of the boss fights over. Like we don't have to have boss fights in games. Like, that is, it's, it's not, it's not fun anymore. Horseshit. Yeah, they're like they're not fun anymore. Like it's not cinematic. People keep buying souls because of the boss fights. But then, but the, yeah, that's and then it's funny. Like they say all that, and then you get like like in Sony's own camp, God of War, where like. The boss fights are fucking great. They have the Furies, which you can fight. Which are I mean, we just played fights. a game that was all about boss fights. Armored Core. Yeah. Well, it, Armored it, Core. Any, anything from Soft so is going to be all boss fights. It was but like, so good. I mean, DMC. Yeah. The boss fights in DMC are incredible. I mean, Astral Chain that we just talked about. Mario, the boss fights are always fucking incredible. Well, like, I I, cause I wonder... Cause, At Zelda? I mean, shit. Spider-Man on the PS4. Even, like... That, and from what I can tell, apparently in the new one, the boss fights are even more stellar. That Kingpin boss fight in the beginning of the first one it was great, incredible. Yeah, like boss, I, boss fights are never gonna go, and I, th I think it was in a weird spot because I think 
Uncharted was big, and Uncharted kind of did away with boss fights in a way, even though... Which is ironic, because The Last of Us brought boss fights back. <laughs> in a great way. Yeah. No, in Uncharted 4 did a really good one. Did you guys play that one, or finished it? Yeah, that the is. Yeah, that fucking final one against the dude, like, the, the, the ship and all the treasure. Yeah. I fucking love that boss fight. It's so good. It's so good, yeah. So, like, boss fights are never going away, I just think we need, like, because... I think developers on Twitter just I mean, like even, to say things that are going to cost them less dev time. Maybe, yeah. I mean, even Uncharted, they kind of do boss fight style stuff where it's either like uh, they'll put in like a, a armored like enemy that that you're going to have to like chip away at, pick up. Especially in Uncharted, it's like, oh yeah, you're going to have to like pick up other guns around, chip away at them, then you'll kill them or. It's like, hey, here's like a, a cinematic sequence that's intense. They have to land like QTEs, like segments that are like intense segments that you have to like pay attention. It's, I mean, but that's also Uncharted, which is not yeah. a boss. Clear, but they do cl- their own style of like intense combat or intense playing. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The people who say that boss fights are over have never played a Yakuza game and it shows. Facts. It's <laughs> like. You can't, you can't, you cannot tell me you didn't fight Shibusawa and not feel something. Can't wait for the boss fights in Yakuza 8 now. Just to get my payback. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't get to talk about my favorite spooky games. Yeah, no, sorry. Go well, yeah, well this will be a repeat. I, I played and loved, even though it's not conventional, VR RE4, which is... It does increase the horror element of that yes. game. Yes. And is, I feel, I mean, it's it's very much the same game, but a little bit. Yeah, just, it's yeah. got a little bit of jank, but a little yeah. bit of kind of cool, like. Yeah. It's a different way to play that game, which is great. Same story, though. Yeah. And uh, that was that was terrific. I also love Alien Isolation. Oh, fuck, yeah, dude. Isolation Terrific. Great. I would actually, because BJ hasn't played it, but we've played it. Yeah. You should just get BJ to play. That'd be good. I mean, what was, the, what was the one y'all were wanting me to play? Was it? It was that. Oh, that was that? Okay. Yeah. I need to, I need to, I haven't played Cluster Protocol. And then you were I'd like, I played play it. it and I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, most of, like, if, if I, I like horror games, so I will play them. I, I, I'm trying to think, I haven't played Cluster Protocol. I bought it and I still haven't played it. So that's one I haven't played if we want to get me to be all spooked and shit. I still think one of the best atmospheric horror games of all time is Evil Within. Yeah. My family, we bought that on the 360 and we just sat in the living room with the lights off watching my dad play it. Did you ever play the second one? No. I never even got past the first one because we were all fucking freaked out. But in that opening bit where that pyramid head-ass guy is, like, searching for you and you have to hide in the lockers. Fucking. And then, like, you do something and all of a sudden the blood would just... You're like, oh, no, it's not... It's, it, ah, we were ah. fucking screaming at my dad. Evil like, get in the fucking locker! What it... What is he? What did the devs of Evil Within do before that? Like it was Shinji Mikami, right? Was that Silent Hill or was that uh, Resident Evil? Res- it oh, was, so it was the, okay. the guy that started RE moved okay. on to do that. Because Evil Within, I think Evil Within's really Evil Within One is really good. I think Two is a little less because it was in that era where like everything had to be an open world. Yeah. Game, and I was like, eh. Speaking of open, open world, Deadly Premonition, best scary game of all time. Never played it. I would love to do a let's play of Deadly Premonition. Is, isn't it very campy and very? It's like, so it's it's not even campy. It's just fucking. It's so bad. Artistically it's bad. Okay, I like yeah. it. It feels like they just put it into like an AI generated scriptwriter. There's like squirrels that make monkey noises, and like the worst facial animations of all time. 
It's it's ridiculous. We're gonna have to play that at some point. I'd be down. It sounds like fun. Tonight I'd be down to what have you because I have downloaded Alien Isolation. Get you to play a little bit of that. We got, yeah. we got we'd have to do it in here. Lights dimmed. Terrified. Nobody has to have a drink in the hand because the second something happens, here goes all the fucking. Well, I was playing on the on... PC. They have they they hook up to a mic. Oh fucking right! You can yes. listen. It's a de- it's a default like I'm I'm almost positive that on the PC the that PC is, version that is gonna be one of you uh, motherfuckers is gonna go ah <laughs> he's in here he's in here that's what I'm saying it's like get his ass for a let's play that's gonna be funny because it's gonna be just us very quiet until yeah either me or Matt are gonna go uh, uh, uh. <laughs> just be just like shut the fuck up the the guy the snoring one uh, uh, uh. start playing like loud meme generator generators like oh <laughs> all sorts of crazy noises this hair is like oh sucking off of my head if that makes sense it's like the cap of the wig is just going <laughs> well it looks great yeah thanks yeah you look powerful and strong and independent I am <laughs> I'm gonna free all the slaves <laughs> how's the wall looking Jon Snow morbid yeah, it's cold. It's not good, guys. Yeah, not doing all right. <laughs> my 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 wildling wife shot me. Shot me three times. Lost my dog. My dad's dead. My brother is dead. My mom's dead. I mean, mom didn't really care about it much anyway. So he's, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> I think John Snow's probably just like. Damn, that sucks for Sansa and Arya, I guess. Oh, but Rob's dead. Yeah, he's going like, oh shit, Rob. Like, yeah, but what about Caitlyn? Yeah, she, yeah, she's dead too. But fucking Rob, damn. I was going to try to find a latex chicken mask for this <laughs> Halloween, but I couldn't because I wanted to be Hotline Miami. Oh, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Dude, I had, uh, for the, I th- it's probably somewhere in my closet, I have the Payday 2 uh, like American flag mask. Nice. And I was like, damn, that would be a good one to bring, but I didn't. Ugh. <sighs> So what's your favorite creepypasta? <laughs> I actually don't read too much creepypastas. Like I don't know. Like I don't. I don't like reading horror as much because is I, that I, just like online horror stories? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of them are like presented as if they're like a real like someone's is, telling is, you. Uh, their, what's their... the What's the guy Slenderman? Is he a creepypasta? Yes. Yep. He was like the okay. first like major. Dude, one. I remember all like the millions of games that came yeah. out. Yeah, where every single one of them, you were in a low-res forest and had yep. to find pages. Yep. I remember they did... What was the one that was the actual officially released video game? Was it Slender there the was? Revival? I was like... I it's felt like, like there never the was Dark one. Revival. It was pretty recent, I think. There was an officially... And it was find the eight pages, and then you go to a new level, which is fine, whatever. And you're constantly... You have to hide from Slenderman. Then you have to hide from like some weird Big faceless foot. children. <laughs> And Slenderman, like it's like you by the last level, I think you're hiding for like seven different things. The only good Slenderman thing to ever come out was Marble Hornets. What? what? You guys haven't heard of Marble Hornets? No. no. It's an old YouTube series, um, like before people did YouTube series, and they did it all with like VHS cameras, and it's like a found footage thing. And um, when I was a kid, I 100% thought it was completely real, <laughs> until they bring in a new character named Tim. Who is the guy from the video Tim Opens a Present? And if you've never seen Tim Opens a Present, look it up. It'll be the first result. But as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, it's fake. Why? Because it's 
Tim. It's the same guy who has a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. And yeah, I yeah. can't take that guy seriously. <laughs> no, I I I don't know. I can't get into like reading horror because it doesn't it doesn't fill me with dread. Like I'm always just like uh huh. Okay, and all right, next page. Like I don't know. Like because like even with like action and stuff in books. I'll read it and I'm picturing it, but in my head I'm like it's not that like pulse pounding action. Like when I read, it's like I want character dialogue, I want like story details, like things like that. Well, that's also what what I feel like the same is like with horror movies. Like, like I can't even though like there are very scary movies that they don't feel as as uh, gripping to me when they don't have like. I mean, that's why I love like Alien and stuff like that. Mm. It's a bet like a good story, like good characters. What was the one we watched with Tyler. The oh my gosh, the autopsy, autopsy of Jane yeah. Doe. That, that's like that's, one, that's a perfect execution yeah. for me of a horror movie where they it's all suspense. There's a really good like you're really interested and like trying to like uncover like what's gonna happen. I really like horror movies like Hereditary, where they really make you feel like anxiety. Um, I like the Vavitch too, but that one. I would argue isn't a horror movie actually it's more of a girl boss overcoming Dude, story. Midnight Mass is so good they like it's creepy and they're like there's like suspense and you're trying to figure stuff out and then the last two episodes are insane have you seen the 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 movie Talk to Me it's apparently by do you know Raka Raka the YouTubers who did all those they're like they're Australian dudes yeah yeah they directed it and wrote it and apparently it was like, holy shit, this is really good. It's that same vibe with like Jordan Peele being in comedy and then writing a really good horror movie. It's like the same thing where people are like, holy shit, what the fuck? It was probably A24 developed too. They, they saw the vision. They are like, yeah, go for it. Speaking of which, we have to shout out Junji Ito. Yeah, oh, of course. Junji yeah. Ito slaps. I'll say um, that that's that's one of the few things, like, in grain, I know it's it's manga, but like that I can read and be like scared of. Because his art is just so unsettling. Yeah, it's so... There's, a, there's a new game on Steam that's inspired by his stuff, and it's like a black and white, like really high res pixel art thing. I I think we should try that. I'd be super down. I his stuff like, like is I'll, I'll be reading like, like like other horror manga, but it's just like uh, a lot of it's just like disturbing because it's violent. Mm-hmm. Junji Ito's is straight up where like I look at a picture and go, I am, I'm uncomfortable. Like I'm unsettled. I don't like this. You keep reading because you want to find out more. Wasn't one you were telling me about the like fucking people in the sky thing? Or there was oh, yeah. that's in uh, Smashed. Yeah, that shit. Like I remember you telling me that, and I went to read it, and I was like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, I really don't like this. Very unsettling. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I hate this. How how much of a uh, how have you guys watched any Twilight Zone? I've Pro- seen as a, a kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know you probably had a thing for this, but I need to. Go for this. it. Fucking scariest thing was the Weeping Angels in Doctor Who. Oh. That's terrifying. Uh, oh, yeah. That shit is so 100%. fucking scary. I agree because of my childhood trauma. Yeah, with your Sesame Street. With, with se- Bird with, and Ernie. Yeah, and the moving statue in, in the pyramids. Yeah. Bro, no, I remember like... Any, any time that's implemented, they... You look away, they move, and you look at them, they stand still. You're right back on that couch watching Bert and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> what was the... Bert! 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 <laughs> What's that? What was that? Horror and movie? then he just gaslights him. That's the worst part. <laughs> That's the the part that drives me crazy. That also made me go crazy. I'm like, if if this ever happened to me in real life, everyone's gonna be like, you're fucking crazy. Statues can't move, Matt. And I'm like, <laughs> like I know what I saw. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably really why I was so up, traumatized. If in that skit, Bert, uh, or, yeah, Bert was like, 
dude, really? Statues, like, like, let's get the fuck out of here. It would have been completely different, even if the statue, like, moved with both of them. It was the fact that Bert was gaslighting him. It was like, statues can't move, Ernie, you idiot. You're all alone in this pyramid with your moving I, 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 statue. I think we found a way to scare the shit out of Matt. Just gaslight him. We'll get one. Yeah, just gaslight him. No, I was my worst fear. No, I was gonna say we 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 get we get him like it'd be a long con. We like we get him like a oh dude here's this all might statue or like something, and then we just slowly be like have it like oh no there's no way I'm ever having a statue in my house. <laughs> no, I'm talking. We do like have a, the little Indian on the porch. No, I'm, I'm talking like even a small one. Like we get something and we just find a way to make it like move a bit, and then just straight up be like Matt, it doesn't move. Like that's not how that works. It's a, and like we pick it up and like bang it on something. Like, dude, it's a fucking statue. That's the last place I saw it. <laughs> yeah, bro. it's like the elf on the shelf. <laughs> oh, I, I would have, bro. Could you imagine little kid Matt after watching the burner or anything? It's like the elf moved. It moved, and his, his mom's like, "Honey, elves don't move. <laughs> elves don't do that." And you're just and like, my mom sets him up doing like. Some other mischievous yeah. thing. And he look, he's here. He's eating. He's at the pantry. And the mom's like, he was here yesterday, Matt. And you're like, I'm going crazy. Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> Matt learns to, to distrust everyone. <laughs> I just like move away into the woods. Nobody can hurt me out here. So we eventually you're... find you and put it outside your window. <laughs> It's like, the, it's like the bit in Harry Potter where the Dursleys drive to that fucking shack in the middle of nowhere. All of a sudden, Matt's like there. He closes the door, and there's just an elf right there. <laughs> we, like, put it by the bed, so when he lays down and he opens his eyes, it's on his nightstand staring at him. Bro, an elf on the shelf horror movie would be kind of fire. Like a comedy horror. But it'd actually be really good. There was one of those. It was, like, a... Uh, one of those comedy horror movies but it was I think it was called Rubber was it the it, tire yes yes oh my gosh no my room so I showed that to my roommate and he was like there's no fucking way we watched the trailer for it and he's like are you fucking serious we we were so t- this close to just renting it and watching it but we're like nah we're both not so I think it's this. only like a 45 minute movie yeah it's short and it's like yeah there's this, this sentient tire that fucking kills people yeah and it does this thing where it like wobbles and, and then yeah, something explode. Yeah, it's fucking stupid, but it's so funny. The yeah. best comedy horror is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, that! I, so I tried to show Carmen it, and we're like watching it. I'm like laughing at every beat. I'm like, this is the best movie of all time. And I, you know, do that thing where you're showing somebody something you really like, and like when Tyler looked over at me during Dune. Yeah. <laughs> and so I kept on looking back at Carmen, like. This shit's funny. This wig is completely off now. It's I can. I can it blends in well hair. with your your natural hair in this light. Okay, well that's good. Yeah, and uh, she wasn't laughing, and so finally I was like, "You do not like this," and she was like, "I'm watching it. I'm here. Like, let me watch this in peace and stop analyzing how much enjoyment I'm like. I need you to like this because this is this is pure gold. I've never seen that movie, so. and oh. you would love it. Yeah. Well, maybe we could watch it because Car- we didn't finish watching it with Carmen. Let's do it. Let's watch that tonight. Just force Carmen to watch it now, oh. all three of us. Well, then I can't spoil it. Oh, yeah. I, sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to. No, but, no, but while we're watching it, we, me and Luke can go, hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> Just we constantly. Have same, we have the same yeah, opinion. You agree with how much we like this? One of us is like sitting next to Carmen like, hey, yeah, it's funny, right? <laughs> but, yeah. So, we were watching it, but we should watch that and play Alien Isolation. Hell yeah. 
alien I alien isolation is like I that is one of the few like movie licensed games or like like of an IP like that because I know Friday the 13th is pretty good apparently uh, Texas Chainsaw is like okay I think they're both shutting down <laughs> nice. in the next month but then you had alien isolation be the one that's like really good because even the new one like fire team whatever is terrible well they're also not doing it where it's like the the multiplayer horror which I mean I know you're a big fan of uh, Dead by Daylight Dead by Daylight but it's just hard to like Hey, let's just do a different franchise, but same style. It's like, come on. Because then you start to oversaturate your own market. Yeah. Because it's like Dead by Daylight is like the the key. Well, it wasn't well it? Dead by Daylight is the crossover for all these things. Yeah. They've got... They got Stranger Things. They've had Friday. Well, no, they probably haven't had Friday, right? Cause no they haven't had Friday, but they have had Halloween. They have Ghostface in there. Silent Hill is in there. Like, Resident Evil's in there twice now. Yeah, they were. <clears throat> so... Like, why not just license your character to Dead by Daylight and not have to develop anything Yeah, and just make money? Or just come up with your own game. Another another big shout-out. It's not out. that same style. Another big shout-out I want to give to a horror game is Resident Evil 8. True. I really, yeah. liked, I really liked that game. That that game also, like, I remember the lead-up. Biohazard is Biohazard is terrifying. I remember. Crazy scary. Yeah. When that demo came out for that one. Me and my sister sat down, and we tried to find every single item, and it was on a timer. Yeah, because you had to play for an hour, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's fully fallen off now. I'm just going to take it off. Yeah. What happened, Danny? I went into the fires, and I... Dragons. <laughs> the dragons turned my hair dark, and... I've been singed, which I didn't think was possible before. But, uh, yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Beginning hour. Demo. Right. Um, we kept like try. We found the doll finger, which doesn't connect to anything in that demo. We were just like, "What the fuck does it do? <laughs> what does it do?" And they just put it in there to make people question. I guess. What do the numbers mean, Mason? <laughs> Speaking of another horror game demo, PT. Yes, dude. I'm still pissed. What a great god dude. demo. Like I'm still so like the fact that you can buy a PS4 with that on it is hilarious to me. Yeah. I wish that would have gotten made. I know it's. Ne- I know we're never gonna see that ever again. What like, if we do in like ten years? I I would shit bricks. Like I'd be so hype. That would be incredible. I am excited for all the new Silent Hill projects that are coming out, especially the one that's remake or the the one that's original. Oh, because right. it's it seems very like Japanese yeah. tryptophobia kind of thing. A new uh, like a reboot of Fatal Frame would be real cool. I would just love better access to Fatal Frame. I don't want to have to... They've been putting some on the Switch, right? Aren't there like four of them on the Switch? There are, but it's... there's They start at like the the second or third one and go forward. (laughs) I want to reimagine a clock tower. Yeah, that... The SNES one has some insanely good vibes. And I would love to see that remake. Only know about that is from the JonTron video. Of course. Yeah, but still, it was like, oh, that's a really cool thing. Dude... Speaking of horror, you all remember watching like Goosebumps as a kid, or like that shit was them? terrifying. Yeah, Didn't read Holy or watch. Fuck, I was too scared. Yeah, dude, <laughs> to even like purchase for, for for a child. I was like, what the fuck? Well, I think I might have tried to like rent one from the school library, but that's as far as it went. It was just one. The fucked up thing about Goosebumps was, it was like it always tried to teach a kid a lesson. So it was like, if you don't eat your peas, you're going to turn into a fucking like, ghoul. Like in uh, Arrested Development. Yeah. 
And that's why, why you always finish your food. <laughs> that's why you never try to teach your kids a lesson. Yeah. Shit like that. that that's all Goosebumps was. Yeah. It was just like, don't be angry that you have to go to bed or you'll fucking end up time displaced and dead <laughs> in the past. And it's like, that's it's always little... some like eternal punishment, too. Yeah. It's never like, it's never you'll like, die. Oh, you lost an arm. It's yeah. like, you're fucked forever. Yeah. And no one will remember you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, uh, thanks to our, uh, our sponsor, Dubby. We, uh, we love Dubby. I drink it every day. Gives you jitterless energy. And uh, it is a very good ghost repellent. That's right. That's right. Stay awake so that you don't get haunted in your in, in your dreams yep. by, you know, various ghouls. Yes. And goblins. <laughs> so, and uh, you can get some W at the website, uh, W.GG. If you use code take it sleazy, all one word at checkout, you'll save yourself 10%. That's right. Get I that energy. I just bought some W. So I got a new shaker cup. There you go. Got a, I think it was the beach and the beach and peach or the like creamsicle one. Both one are the, good. Yeah, one of the two. And then I bought I bought I bought one of their anime waifu shirts. Nice. Figured you know. Let's get Auga. It. Absolutely. Auga. <laughs> well, anything else, boys? I don't think so. Let's go do some spooky spookyuki shit. And as always. Take it sleazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>